This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> Tell me, how did it happen, for God's sake? Why does the sun come up? Hmm? Or are the stars just pinholes in the curtain of night? Who knows? What I do know is that because you were born different, men will fear you, try to drive you away. Uh, the Kurgan. He is the strongest of all the immortals. He is the perfect warrior. If he wins the prize, mortal man would suffer an eternity of darkness. How do you fight such a savage? With heart, faith, steel. In the end, there can be only one. Okay, we're uh, this is this was Rad Podcast, uh, the podcast where two guys make a thirteen-year-old girl watch movies from their childhood, and that's the best I can come up with because I had nothing clever written down this time. Uh, I am Paul. I am Greg. I'm Willow. And today. We're going to be uh, talking about Highlander, the original Highlander. Yeah, none of this uh, Highlander 2, the quickening crap. We're talking about the 86 original Highlander. That's right, where Christopher Lambert made his, uh, was that his debut? It was the first movie he did completely in English. I think he had done a couple of, like, one-line things, but this was his first. This was an English? Starring role where he's, he was speaking in English. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so... Let's talk about what you remember from this movie. Yes. Uh, well, to start off, first of all, um, the first memory I wrote down uh, was Swords in the Old Castles. Like, that's the first thing I remembered about this movie is, like, I remember it was, like, kind of set in Scotland with, and they were, like, Scott, almost, I mean, obviously, now that we know about Braveheart, but it, it had that Braveheart-ish feel with the Scotsmen and, and things like that. Um, I remember that. Um, I remember him, you know, seeing himself in paintings and in various time periods, um, a la Wolverine. Um, and, of course, Sean Connery, uh, who was just really good in this movie, really kills it. Um, just that I remember him training McLeod. and how to be a, a warrior, not necessarily Highlander. Interestingly enough, that was the one thing I did learn from this movie. I don't know about you. I thought Highlanders was what they called people who can live forever. I didn't realize it was just a reference to where he grew up. Yeah, yeah. He He's the Highlander because he's from, you know, it's like a, a term for someone from Scotland, the Highlander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally missed that. It's interesting, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember from this film, I always remember, um, I always remember the sparks when the swords hit each other. Oh, um, yeah. That good any special effects. Oh yeah, that random, which were actually <laughs> accomplished by uh, wires running through the swords that were hooked up to car batteries. Well, fantastic! Yeah. Mm, that doesn't sound dangerous at all. Nope. <laughs> nah. it's a freewheeling eighties, baby. Uh, I, I always remember that insurance be damned. Yeah, <laughs> insurance companies actually covered you when you had a problem back in the eighties. They didn't yeah. kind of weasel out of them, or they were bad at it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they uh, that random vigilante. Who sees the oh, two guys yeah, fighting in the yeah, alley yeah. and like, has just, all the guns with him? Oh, he's gung ho to, to 
to break up crime. Yeah. Yep. Batman yeah. with a with a semi auto. Yeah. 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 Batman. <laughs> this guy's barely an Alfred in this movie. Um, <laughs> there's also uh, I remember him like uh, walking underwater. Oh, true. Yeah. He realizes like he can't die, and Clancy Brown killing it every time he's on screen as the the, the oh, Black Knight. What's his real name? I don't remember that, what his name is in the movie. Oh, it's like, I, I, like Docklin or something. I don't remember this. Dawkin, maybe. Dawkin, the rockin' 80s band Dawkin. Maybe um, that's what it was. I don't know. Sure. Let's say Dawkin. We're going to go with Dawkin for the remainder so of the podcast. That was, uh, that was, that was, <laughs> that's basically what I remember from the movie. Oh, and you have to cut their heads off to kill them. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. And of course. There can uh, be only one. The line, there can be only one. Of course, we put it, we heard it there from Sean Connery in the beginning. Uh, so this movie, to do the quick recap, I'm, I'm going to cover if you don't mind. Do something different here. Um, basically, it's uh, this guy finds out uh, he's he's in Scotland in like the 1500s, give or take, somewhere around there, right? He comes from Clan MacLeod, and he's just one of another group of people. And for some reason, uh, he doesn't know it. And this was very interesting in the movie. He doesn't know it, but he is actually what I thought was called a Highlander, but he's not. He's an immortal. That's what they're actually Immortal. calling immortals. Immortals. Uh, he can't be killed other than by another immortal by taking his head off. As off the, movie, the heads. Uh, as the movie progresses, he learns about his abilities from Sean Connery. Fast forward to the future. He's lived hundreds of years. He's amassed this wealth of fortune. It all comes crashing down because he fell in love with a girl. Uh, Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main bad guy, Dawkin, has chased him throughout time and space, finally confronts him in a final battle, which, if you love warehouses, you're going to love this final battle. Uh, the Gathering, yes, uh, and eventually defeats the bad guy. So, um, as is always to happen in, in hero movies. So, mm-hmm. that's the quick and down dirty of it. Right off the bat, I can tell you, Queen, the band, kills it in this movie. I did not realize they did the soundtrack. soundtrack. I did not realize It was in the intro. Like, as it was, like, one of the first... It's the first song. No, not songs. They actually wrote it, like, before the movie even started. Yeah, and the the, the credits and stuff. But the first thing I have is Queen is rad in all caps. A hundred percent. They, every movie, every song in this movie that Queen wrote, I remember I used to be obsessed with one of their songs. Which one? Um, I don't know how to say it, but Rhapsody. Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, yeah, that's that's a fantastic one. I can't pronounce it. But this movie was Queen was originally supposed to only do one song, and they were shown a cut of the film, Yeah, and they loved it so much, they decided to write extra songs to give them to use in the movie. Well, I'm glad that they wrote all this music. Every (laughs) one of those songs is great. Apparently... Their version of New York, New York that you hear for like two seconds in the background mm-hmm. has never been released anywhere. Really? It's only in this movie. Like, it was never on the soundtrack or anything. Really? Well, I, I, I mean, they just, it was amazing. Freddie Mercury coming out, just an incredible performer, incredible musician. Queen's music is just, I mean, we, we could talk, talk about them for the whole podcast. Um, we won't. They start out the movie and it's awesome. It's like you said, rad. All caps. 
really puts a point on this movie to start at right from the beginning because it opens up with McLeod in the future. It's it's present Madison day. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Wrestling, by the uh, way, again. with the fabulous Freebirds. I don't know how yes. I missed referencing them in our last podcast, but maybe I'll go <laughs> yeah. back and, and, we'll edit it and recut that for you guys. <laughs> the fabulous Freebirds. He's watching uh, wrestling at Madison Square Garden, and then... Suddenly, totally unentertained. Just yeah, saying. I, I, I wrote down way to blend in. <laughs> Everyone's like on their feet, going crazy, and he's just wow. sitting in his chair, looking like he's ready to. I don't know, like, like, like he's like he's Hold gonna on. kill somebody. Hold on, right off I mean, the bat, right off the bat, I put. We see, and it's not the only time. It's like fifty times in this movie. The Lambert serious eyes. Oh, very serious. And it's because he's got that Neanderthal ridge going at him. And so every time I see his face and he's got the serious eyes, I was like, I'm not taking him seriously at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. And so it, 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 it starts here and then you have the, he's watching the wrestling. Yes. He's watching men just colliding with each other and it reminds him of war that he fought yes. with a rival yes. clan. Yeah. Um, interestingly. I didn't get that. He was hmm. supposed to be at a hockey game. And the NHL didn't like how the filmmakers were going to use the sport oh. to uh, oh, lead into lead into the violence to show like like the modern day violence that people participate in of sports. Oh, to what what he what reminded him of of the war that like that that camaraderie. And you know, I smashing into things. So they went. They I went didn't to the even wrestling get that. Federation. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, apparently, and I would, I would. I hate reboots, but apparently this the original script to this was very dark and very gritty. And I think this movie's pretty dark and gritty as it is, but apparently it's supposed to be really dark and really gritty. I'd love to see I would I can tell you right now. I would, I would, I would absolutely love to see that version of the movie. Well you know you know, I, know I thought this was lighthearted. The lighthearted <laughs> Lighthearted beheadings. You know yeah. that, that is like you see, I don't know. Like mom used to make. <laughs> <laughs> some others we've watched the I, <laughs> I do yeah. not find this movie lighthearted in the least really you know you know no. what you know what else I'd like to do and for all I know this may exist um they did this with Frank Miller's original Robocop script they gave it to IDW and they made like a six or seven issue like graphic, uh, graphic novel, novel out of it um, I'd love to see that. Like, well, like Highlander original script. And, like, go for it. As fantastic. we've learned, there's a animated series, a TV series, a behemoth stockpile of, there's, of sequels. There's at least four. Soundtrack. I would be surprised if there isn't a graphic novel on the Highlander. Maybe. So right off the bat, uh, we, we get into... Uh, so he, he's reminiscing... Not reminiscing. He's flashbacking to the wars um, when, he was, when he was a Scotsman. Um, way back when, when it was a real Highlander. Yes. And uh, he, for some reason, that kind of throws him off kilter, and he decides, well, I've had enough of this. I'm going to leave. No, no. It's he's there, and he feels the presence. There is a Highlander comic. Of another thing. Of another immortal. That's Really? That's what it I was. I didn't get that. Yeah. I just thought he was bored. No, 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 no. That's why he's, like, super serious. It's, it, it's because he knows... He's with all those people, yeah, and he knows one of them is an immortal. Because I, I, I believe at the start of the film, there's like five left. There's, there's him, Dawkin, 
the buddy he winds up meeting up with on a bridge, the guy he's about to fight in the yeah. parking lot, yeah. and there's another one that was cut from the film. They they shot Is it, there? but it was never in the film. It was a, it was a Japanese guy. Okay. Like Doc and fights in an office building. And they have a special <laughs> edition. You can only see stills of it. That's the only thing that exists. The footage was, like, destroyed. Oh, really? So, yeah, there's only stills of it. Like, oh, now, why is it destroyed? It, it might have yeah. just been a mishap. I mean, back in the 80s, people weren't like, oh, we're going to save all this footage because someday we're going to use it. And make if money? Footage, if footage yeah, was left D- on the cutting room floor, they tossed it. DVD extras didn't exist back then, dear. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I mean, that's... But that's, how do they make extra money? Because people will pay to see extra. Yeah, well, they, they didn't, didn't know, know that, that back then. That's hindsight. Wasn't until the laser disc showed up. Yeah. Well, um, they lost money. So he feels the presence of the guy, and he goes down into the parking garage, which I do recall being a pretty kick-ass fight uh, back in the day. Eh, not so much. A little ridiculous. A lot of backflips didn't need to be in there. Just- oh, my God. <laughs> that guy backflips for, like, 14 miles. And what? Like, they're stepping on... No the- accomplishment. Stepping on the hood of, like, every car they can possibly yes. find. <laughs> You know, I think this was so, just a big, the word that, can't think of the word. Scandal? No. Oh. The violation property, you know, when people, vandalism. Oh, vandalism. Oh, big time. Oh, big yeah, time. we did ask you to keep track of uh, of crimes. Of in crimes, movies. vandalism. Well, I will say, well, uh, is going to be a big one in this. In the last movie, uh, you were very concerned about choreography and how staged things were. I'm all. I, I, I get this it. This one didn't look as staged. Really, you thought this was good? I have the exact I mean, opposite reaction. Don't get well, me it's wrong. all fake fighting, obviously. I mean, don't but... get me wrong. We we're living in a time of Lord of the Rings where we know what you could do, but even still, even for the eighties, this this seemed very comical. Not too much. Um, I thought the last one was more. So, definitely. So to kind movie of movie or fight. Um, oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, the movie's pretty bad. Yeah, I agree with you. Please don't tell me that you're suddenly turning back on, on No Holds Barred and calling it rad. No, wait a second. I agree with rad. Yeah, do say that. No, go ahead and say that. No, it I'm wasn't. It. Nah. <sighs> we'll edit that. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so he fights the guy, and of course, uh, we, we learn that the only way to kill an immortal is by beheading them. Uh, to which then you absorb their energy. Which yes. uh, we get explained later on by short Sean Connery, but Correct. not in that scene. It and, just and so um, and as as Paul said, the film kind of cuts back and forth. So um, there, Christopher Lambert has the sword on him, mm-hmm. which I'd love to know how he got through security. Well, I mean, I feel in the eighties, like, did, did they not do like a pat down I don't or feel something? Like they did. No, I, yeah. I mean, okay. well, anyway. Like, uh, Lots oh, of yeah. sparking when swords hit in this film. Oh, yeah. Yep. I did yep, want to definitely. say in the garage area, there are no security at this wrestling match. No. Like, no really? No. Nope. Not at all. No. No. Not a one. Not a one to be found. So people could practically just sneak in. <laughs> yes. Never mind a murder could happen. Yes. Uh, so there's there's a lot of backwards, as I said. But, but something that is that is interesting is that in this film... They're showing that the technology in 1986 has made it very hard for uh, McLeod to continue living forever. You know, like like oh yeah, throughout mean, the film going through records, they're going through records, <laughs> and they're like a lot of things aren't, aren't aren't adding up and stuff. And so I just wanted to say that while I would love a reboot, they would still have to set it in the 80s because modern security standards. This film oh, would impossible. be 
impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Although, you know Security what, Security cameras around every you corner. To, you can't go to some banks without going through a metal detector. But here's the thing. Now, like, granted, the scene with the with the fighting, but if you could adjust arena. That, I will say, though, with proper digital espionage, you could actually create a, re- a record for yourself. Um, and you've had all this time to grow up with the technology to... I feel like he'd have a team at this point. He wouldn't just have one... You know, Mrs. Potts there to to deal with everything. That's true. He'd I have feel like extras. He'd have a team. Yeah, 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 a lot of extras. I, yeah, you know, just extras, um, throwaways. And it's <laughs> so um, so it cuts the uh, the film the film cuts back and forth, and we are treated to a rather long scene of where he is. You're introduced to him before he becomes immortal. They're getting ready to fight a rival clan. Clancy Brown shows up with the rival clan. Oh, Dawkin, yes. Dawkin, and says, uh, remember, Connor McLeod is to only be killed by me. No one will fight him. Yes. But he does not get to kill Connor McLeod because all bunch of guys come over and, what, drag the, the uh, Dawkin away, like, during the fight. So it, he it, can't get to him. It's not really explained But it's not well. explained why he's the only one that can kill him because, like you just said, McLeod doesn't the know leader. he's immortal. So it has to be. Dokken knows he's immortal. No, they can. He they has can, to know that they can McLeod sense each is. Other. And McLeod yeah. knows something. McLeod feels sick at the beginning of the battle. You can see him. He looks weird. Well, he knows something's weird, but he doesn't. But know he doesn't why. know. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's explained later by I guess Connery that. that you can sense the mm. immortals. You know when another one is around. Unless, unless you were actually making love to your woman, and he jumps over you with a horse. Yeah, that was... And then you're completely unawares of... Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That's nice. Um, So, so Connor dies. He comes back to life because he's immortal. And he is shunned from his... They want to hang him. Oh, they want to kill him. They want to burn him. Yeah. Burn yeah. him. Yeah, his so girl they, His girl literally goes from, oh, I, love you, flip, flip. I love you so much, to burn him, burn him, he's, burn him. He's, uh, he's a witch, devil. he's a witch. Yes. He's a and devil. So, um, which only one means, of the guys from Braveheart Which only says, means he has to have missed a Valentine's Day at least once or twice. I'm thinking maybe. Yeah, because she really turns quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there's issues there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so one of the guys from uh, Braveheart says... We're going to banish him. Mm. So then it, it it kind of fast forwards where he has found um, another place to live. He has a which, wife. Which really just looks like it was up the road. It does not look like it's that far away. No. And you see there's like a village nearby. Yeah. But yeah. he lives on the outskirts of this village yeah. in like a castle. An abandoned tower of some sort. Yeah, yeah. I've yep. never quite Probably seen. a watchtower at some point. And then... No one ever Sean, suspects. <laughs> Sean Connery shows up. <laughs> no one ever suspects the watchtower. You're right, Willow. <laughs> you got you got us there. That's a good joke. Um, the, uh, That's an inside joke. No, I, I, and I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, then Sean Connery shows up and gives him the rundown. Yes. Ah, uh, you're immortal. You're gonna. You can do this. You can do that. You can do this. You can do that. You can't have kids. You'll never die unless you get your head cut off. You'll feel an irresistible pull towards lands at the end of it and all this stuff. Yeah, it was really. Uh, which so when Sean Connery shows up, I will say up till this point, I was kind of. I was kind. I, I mean, it's interesting. The immortal thing is interesting. But when Sean Connery shows up, I I almost feel like he's doing a John Lithgow injection into this movie where 
I really feel like he is doing a very good job of portraying the the plot. Obviously, he's doing a lot of um, not dissertation, but um, explanation um, about the movie. And Ex- he's doing exposition. Exposition. Hey, see, I was trying to figure out the whole. You were close. Yeah. Um, he is. He's he's there to explain the ins and the outs. Yeah. And he does a great job of it. He does. I mean, it's our opening clip for you know for a reason. He he really does a really good job. And um, so uh, uh, again, I I normally pause every so often and ask Willow what she thinks, and I'm curious at this point in the film, were you interested? I was like kind of like in and out throughout the film because like for the first half I didn't understand what was going on, but right. then as it progressed, I was interested. So did the Sean Connery show up? That must have been semi-interesting because he's yeah explaining stuff. I thought it was kind of funny how he kind of got the lazy route instructor when, like, um, what's his name? Dokken. No. Oh. The other one was McLeod. working really... McCloud was working, like, really hard. Like, he was just, like, riding on a horse and then McCloud had to, like, run next to well, him. Well, it was Scottish Karate Kid. I mean, Sean yeah, Connery is, is Mr. Miyagi and... I've never seen that. Oh well, you well, will. Well, we are men of the list because uh, it's uh, it's an '80s hit, that's for sure. Wait, what? We oh, actually yeah. have to watch that. Oh yeah, the original. Aww. No Jackie Chan in this film. No, no. Wait, is what's his name in it? Ooh. Victor. Oh yes, yes, Willow. That is where it's from. No. Victor uh, Kruger. No. Is the that guy's Kruger. name? Okay. Not Dawkins. We were way off. I would have been happy <laughs> doing Dawkins for the rest of the, the podcast. You know, um, that one's easier to remember. So. At this point, so he learns that he's immortal. Everything seems to be going okay back in Scotland. And then, I'm still going to call him, Dokken Kruger shows up, uh, finally finds him. Only, he doesn't find McLeod, he finds Sean Connery's character, uh, Ramirez. Good job. And he, uh, they battle it out. Uh, Very, very well done. A pretty good fight scene. Again, kind of hokey. I'm not uh, sure lightning why swords. The lightning had to be lightning is striking the swords. That's kind of silly. Well, also, no really sparking, why not? Like he's just like hitting the tower with his sword. Destroys the tower. And it's like no just purpose. Blowing up. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Well, I kind of feel like that was showing his power. His power I mean, level. you know, how long it's it over nine thousand. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so he finally battles him, and then. And eventually Ramirez concedes and Dawkin beheads him. He takes his life. Um, now, this is where, uh, if you remember from our last film, where film number two, where there's implied raping going on again. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, Entirely off screen. Only this one, we, we find out what happens. But once again, yeah, very odd. Very odd. Um, not is this sur- a not theme in the 80s? Or like what? <laughs> it, it does seem like if you weren't punching a woman, you were actually taking advantage of her. Women uh, have it really bad in the 80s. Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't really have a great yeah, We're either. very sorry about that. Not we're a slap bet yet. Much worse. <laughs> we're gonna find, Only one slap bet so far. Yeah, we're, we're going to find some better movies for you. Yeah, so I mean, so he goes off. Uh, so Kruger has now killed Ramirez. McLeod, I don't know where the hell he went. He just went to go. I mean, bring sheep to market. 
Just Blackhawk's marching, his home destroyed. What yeah, never explains. No, he just comes. Right, right, exactly. Like, later on, eventually he finds what happened, but he comes home, his castle is demolished. <laughs> Ramirez is beheaded, and all he could do is, eh, well, I guess I'll have to build a cabin down there. Yeah. Right. Like, he just kind of goes, eh, well, what do you got to do? And like, like okay, I'll, I'm no just going to take remorse. care of the animals. <laughs> Yeah, so, I really felt like that would have clenched it. Was just some kind of scene of remorse, like you, like, like Ramirez, kind of my friend. Darkness here, nothing. It is, it is a little well, odd. And I now, think that's part of the darkness they edited out. Maybe it's possible. Yeah. Well, and 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 again, this film is jumping back and forth, so it kind of is. While he's remembering the past, it's also in the future. The, yes. The police are trying to find out who cut a guy's head off in Madison Square Garden. Oh, oh, uh, yes. Uh, I didn't write her name down. I wish I had. Yeah, I... Um, but... I want to say Julie or something like that. I, I will say what I did write down was, um, this is where... It was, it was Brenda. Brenda! So this is where mm. a lot of blatant race sexism happens because... Every time... Now, she is an investigator. She's in a forensic investigator. She's the CSI of New York. And literally, every time she speaks to a male counterpart in this film, they remark to her what I paraphrased as, okay, I guess you can do the job even though you're a woman. Yes. Every time they speak to her. Yeah. Every time. They, like, begrudgingly let her do her job. Yes. Yes, she, even though she's the only one who's clearly the only one who's obviously on, doing anything. On top yes. of things, yeah. She okay, the rest of our team is drunk over there. Um, sure, you can join. Oh my gosh, yeah. It, <laughs> we're gonna go out to lunch. Are you buying? Like, I almost felt like he was gonna say, "Okay, skirt." Yeah. <laughs> All right, toots. Let's grab some of the boys and light up some stogies. Hey, doll, why don't you show up in a skirt bar? Yeah, you got some nice guys. stems there. You gotta do some investigating. <laughs> Bring a tink tink. Look at this eye candy. <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. I mean, a different time, fair enough. But yet they just completely, completely, like, it, just throw her to the side of the side of the road like nothing. It's so funny. And so while the police are investigating, also we see uh, Kruger, Dawkin, getting closer on his way to New York. Um, yes. Because he's... There's, there's not many immortals who, left. Uh, who, by the way, he puts on a fantastic New York mod punk outfit. Oh, he... Uh, yep. Wherever um, the... the uh, goth punk. Wardrobe budget went, something to he ate up a lot 100%. of it. 100%. Worth every penny. Yes. Yep. He... His costume is almost like its own character. It's great. It's, it's unbelievable. Great. He's good, and I was saying this to Willow. What I loved was, what I did like about this movie was gritty New York. Very, very, very down and dirty. Pre-Giuliani yeah. cleaning everything up. It really emulates yeah. the eight, the 70s and 80s for sure. Um, I mean, he's walking, at one point, McLeod is walking down the street, and there is just trash and hobos everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, really Clancy good. Brown checks in to, or, well, uh, Dawkins uh, checks in to <laughs> a, uh, a very crappy hotel and has the briefcase, or the suitcase with him, and he opens it up. <laughs> with Instead of the sniper rifle that he sword. assembles, it's a, it's a sword. 
a broadsword. And the only thing I could think of was, isn't that just going to break really? <laughs> yes. He doesn't even, like, screw on or tighten or... or His life literally depends even, on this. Not even, like, a little Loctite. No. Nothing. <laughs> just, just snap, 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 and we're good to go. He's praying that when he swings the sword, the blade does not go flying. He goes, oh, you mind if I go pick Time that out? out. Time <laughs> out. <laughs> Time out, clouds. Pause. Time out. And when he does the little rolly thing with his arms, like I giggled at that. Oh it yeah, he's like so rolling the sword around. His sword. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, um, yeah. so silly. So then, then there's some police doing more work. We get to see some great ribbon printing happening. With oh yeah, ribbon printers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, going again, going back and forth where uh, the past, you know, is a. Uh, uh, Sean Connery is uh, ha- um, uh, teaching him. Well, this is this is before Sean Connery dies. He's teaching yeah. Connor everything he needs to know. Yeah. Um, there, you know something that actually um, stood out to me is they they did a lot of steady cam work in this. That the camera is very kind of free floaty. Yeah, 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 it was really well. Done. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's actually nice to look at. Now, Willow, I had a question for you because I know leading. I mean, as we're going through the movie. We go through Sean Connery. He teaches him about being immortal and how he has to fight him and all that stuff. And then we meet Dawkins in New York. This is a this was my question. I really wanted to ask you here. When you looked at New York at that time, what did you think? I actually thought it was normal. Really? Yeah. That's not the New York you've grown like, up with. Though. Have you been really? to New York in like the past like? 10 I've got on the years? bridge. That's about it. Yeah, New York, um, I knew a guy who told me one time he got mugged twice in about two blocks. Yeah. And he had to tell the second mugger, like, I got mugged, like, <laughs> two blocks ago. I literally don't even have, like, he turns out his pockets, and yeah. he's like, I don't have anything for you to take. And the mugger was like, oh, okay. Like, like as in, Bye. this happens regularly. Oh, yeah, okay. No but, worries. But, but Willow, we, you watch movies and TV shows based in New York. Have you ever seen a hobo in a New York movie? That isn't yeah. Home Alone 2. Well, I <laughs> I haven't even seen that. I don't know. Most of my movies don't like show New York. I feel like every no. fifth movie takes place in New York. Yeah. No. Yeah, we understand. Um, but... <laughs> Well, anyway, Sorry. Uh, the, the New York of the she 80s was a very different place. When I think of New York, I think of it as grungy. Like, it may be clean now, but I don't really think of it that way, I guess. Well, the one thing about to remember about New York is uh, that it's it's the be- it's the greatest place, and everything's better in New York. Oh, it's the Big Apple. Well, it's the, it's, yeah. it's, it's the greatest city in the world. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, um, you get diabetes. I know well, why. You have it in New York. It's the best diabetes. Dad, I know why I think of it the way I do. How I met your mother. It shows it as pretty grungy. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I remember. Yes, he gives streets. No, no, no. He gives the hobo a dollar every day. No, no, no. There's a difference between the fact that you see a flower cart on a road with real living flowers is not 1980s New York. It's just not. When is that? It's in that show. Really? Show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, you know what? I guess that was a bad question. Strike <laughs> <laughs> it from the I get, yeah, You know what? I'm going to edit this whole lot. Hey, we just gained seven minutes. Um, so uh, we see uh, Connor McLeod uh, just sitting on his uh, sofa, sharp, well, sharpening so, his sword all by himself. 
So, and at this point, I no one pays attention, of course, just um, sharpening a sword. Course, now, then, then we get a montage. Oh, really? Yes. Montage. There 80s. were a few. There were a few. Well, a couple movie. montages. Yeah. The eighties um, is montage. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's, we it's, know that again. This is going back and forth, where where you know it's more like Sean Connery telling him Highlanders cannot have children, and that plays a big part in this film, which yeah. is where he talks about how he could never give his wife children yeah. back in, in Scotland in the 1400s or whatever, and he felt really bad about it. Yeah. And we see her growing old as he stays exactly the same age. Yep, yep. That, Very you know. touching. And uh, I thought... How did the wife not suspect anything? I think she... I think it... I did, th- but yeah. was probably just in love and didn't care. Well, no, I mean, and she says it, you know, you, you stuck through me through all these years, why did you do that? And you... Because I'm in love with you. That's right. Yeah. Or whatever is, is accent I, is. I think it's convenient that all the Highlanders speak English. All the immortals speak English. Notice that? Well, thank, thankfully. thankfully. Well, it's like it's like Star Trek. Yeah, there you go. You know? Um, universal. I, um, why didn't Nash, uh, McLeod, why didn't he just turn on some lights in his apartment? You ever notice that? There's like no lights on in his building ever. Better question. Granted, everyone loves a good trench coat. You don't Holy actually have ever. to wear it everywhere. I'm pretty sure he wore it to the shower. Yeah, no, he's almost he never loves without that trench coat. He loves trench coats. Loves it. Loves it. He is he is Columbo. Now when they when they show his wife getting older, that makeup's pretty terrible. They couldn't have just switched out for an older actress. Uh, right? You know, was the budget that, that tight that they well, just did get... go all into Kruger's outfit. Kruger's outfit. I mean, they had filmed all, those yep. scenes all first and then go over to yeah, to Dawkin. Dawkin's outfit. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I take but that, it I take that cool. comment back. <laughs> I take that back. If if that if it was between Dawkin's outfit taking a hit and her nope, makeup, nope, you made the right call. Okay, you made the See? right call. So you were worried. That but... outfit's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. So now now we have a. Uh, a random vigilante is driving around New York with a car full of automatic weapons. Yes. And he sees uh, one of the last immortals battling with Kruger. Uh, yes. The, uh, well, I cannot say the African nation. I can't, yeah, I can't remember what the I guy's mean, name was. At least I'm, I'm going off of outfits, but, you know, something like that. I feel like there's probably one from every... Every area. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, because, like, the first guy is clearly from, like, England. Yeah. And, uh... And then there was an Asian one that got killed. Yeah, so, so. Um, yeah. but anyway, so uh, Dokken and uh, and this guy are, are fighting. Are fighting as 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 immortals are want to do. Yes, of course. Um, in a gritty, dirty, dingy, not present today New York back alley. We refer to this as the pre-Giuliani New York, where yes. uh, everything is very dirty. Everything is very gross. Hookers and so he's everywhere. Okay, settle down. They no in the movie they are they're everywhere. I know. I know. They're in the background of every every I police know. scene. They're in the background. They're, they're everywhere in this movie. So these two are fighting, and all of a sudden this vigilante shows up. Who, you know, for the eighties, totally fits in. I I, I see this character, um, the Vietnam totally. vet. Yes, who never really left Vietnam. Yes, yeah, he's totally he's totally in this movie, um, and he goes in. And now, Willow, this is something that I'm going to describe the scene, and then I want your opinion on this because I was very, I didn't know how to take this. He goes in, Dawkins kills the guy, takes his head off. For some reason, the quickening 
kind of knows when it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to happen immediately. Sometimes it can wait a bit. He kills the guy. Vigilante shows up with the machine gun, shoots him, shoots Dawkins. We all know Dawkins going to stand right back up, right? He's immortal. Um, he didn't cut off his head with bullets. He then, Dawkins stands up with his assassin-built sword, cuts this guy through the gut, lifts him, him up. And the man does not split no, under his own weight. No, throws him into a wall and lives. Now, what did you think of that scene? Movie magic must play a big role in this. Movie magic magic. is right. Because this guy, he keeps all of his faculties. He doesn't even bleed out. He doesn't even bleed out. No scar. No. Totally fine. Mental scars. That's it. I'm pretty sure he heals amazingly after this. I'm like, all I can think is... Dude, clearly he's an immortal. Why is he not in Highlander 2? And you see the police talking to him yeah, in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, he's explaining. Yeah. And there's a great scene where he says everything that he saw. And then he says, you're going to think I'm crazy. And it cuts to behind the glass of his hospital room. Yeah, You can't hear them talking. And you just see him telling the story without hearing him say any words. And it's I, I think that scene is really solid. I think that's a really cool way where we, the audience, don't need to hear him say that again. And we already know what he's saying, and you can kind of see him and the police. And the police are clearly like, I don't yeah. know what this guy's talking about. Like, I really liked that. I thought that was was a, kind of a creative way instead of having this guy explain the scene that literally just happened five minutes ago. Yeah, the way you describe it sounds... I, yeah, I get that. I think in the, I think in the moment, I was too... I think at the moment I was too flabbergasted by his just ability to draw breath again that when I watched that, I was kind of like, okay, I get it. It's, art- it's artistic. They're trying to... But then the cops come right out and go, how are we going to describe a seven-foot guy who cuts people's heads off? Like, so clearly that was just him telling you what happened that we already Fair saw. Enough. And then they exit the room and, and reveal to the audience what he said anyway. Uh, then, then we see that... Um what was her name? Janet? Brenda. 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 And she has been digging through Nat Nash of uh, McLeod's assumed yes. name. She's yeah. a tad bit obsessed. She's been digging through. Well, she's his, a forensic scientist. She is a cop. She's just trying to get down to the bottom of it. Digging I, through I, uh, records and looking at these signatures. What happened to that head of crime at the well, garden? No well, one cares no, about that. No, no, no. This is. I was just about to point this out, not to get off topic there, Greg, but. Her, you, you mentioned how obsessed she is. She's not even obsessed with the murder. No. She wants the sword, the sword. because... The mass immunity. Because, plot twist, she's a metallurgical specialist who studies ancient weaponry. Convenient movie magic. Like, literally, if you were going to write a movie... This movie is movie magic. Yeah, this movie is movie magic. It absolutely is. Like, of course she would be a metallurgical scientist. Of course she would. Uh, and so we see a bunch of fake computer crap where it's analyzing. Oh, oh my god! And I'm like, yeah, even for the '80s, we can't bad. do that now. Yeah, and even for the '80s, it was bad. You couldn't do no. the '80s, where it's like taking letters of all his names, and they're like, "Oh, look, we can spell right. out the name, and it's perfect." And it comes out exactly, exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, then we see Connor, yep, lighting candles because it is his wife's birthday and he his first wife from oh in the church yeah 400 years ago and and she made him promise that every year on her birthday 
he would light a candle to remember her. Yep. And so he does that, and he sits down, and Holy Ground is one of the places where they cannot fight. Which, by the way, at least in this movie, they don't explain why that's... They, uh, other they than, just say it's a, it's a, it's no one's ever it's just a rule. violated that rule. It's like a rule. Because I think in one of the other Highlander movies, some guy straight up starts killing people on Holy Ground. Like, he doesn't care. No, but I mean, like, why, why is Holy Ground, I mean... Because it, it's for, Holy Ground. For some reason, Duh. that's a safety place. Yeah, I guess so. Um, anyway, have to buy and, that one. And then uh, that's when Clancy Brown shows up, <laughs> dressed to the gills. Oh, now he has cut he his has hair. Safe. He's cut off almost all his hair. He's almost bald at this point. He has safety pins going through his neck, where the scar on his neck is. Yeah. He's in like this crazy like leather outfit. It's it looks awesome. Like, right, right. He's gone more punk than he was before. It's crazy how how. Outlandish, yes. It's goth punk, not just punk. It is, it is, it actually is like goth I punk. I feel like if the right. Sex Pistols were described as a person, that is what he is. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Sex Pistols and Bauhaus, like, had a baby. <laughs> and that's, that's who wow, it was. Wow, okay. And that baby was Dawkin. Dawkin. They, um, where he then starts to freak out all the nuns, and yeah. he starts to scare everybody, and he yells out, it's... It's better to burn out than fade away. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because he's gone there, and he's he's pretty much called Duncan McLeod out. Yes, he has. Um, on Wait, Holy is it Ground. Duncan McLeod or Connor McLeod? I was getting confused. Connor, I think. I think, oh, no, I, think I think Duncan. Duncan was a TV show. It is. Yeah. We'll just say McLeod. Okay. So, so right now he's called him out. Duncan has revealed that yes, I am the one who violated your wife, and she clearly never told you. And now I'm going to go and find your other girl. And do the same do thing the same again. Thing. Because, you know, Cause, I, hey, you know I'm what? a one-trick pony. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what? I did it once, so I'll just keep on doing it. Why not? Uh, so Dawkins goes out. He kidnaps Brenda. I guess we should explain. Brenda and, and McLeod do eventually hook up. They do. Uh, it's so he, forced in this show, movie. Yeah, it is. It is. It's so... It's I was so uninterested in it. In, in the, but then he, like, he shows her, like... All the stuff he has in like his private room, like yeah. all like oh, and white tigers. That's yeah, like like <laughs> like the 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 mass immunity that yeah, he carries. Yeah, yeah the old um, weapons, which and, like, all, really like, rocks her world. All like the old claymores from when he was yeah. like in Scotland, like all this stuff. And uh, oh, what you failed to to remember is the before they uh, they have that one night stand. He has her stab him to prove he's immortal. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's right. Immediately, she is really attracted. To oh, you. oh, attempted murder really turns this woman so on. So add that to your <laughs> add that to your crime list. Attempted yeah, yeah. murder. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty um, rough. So yeah, Willow, what what were you thinking about all this stuff? Kind of, kind of up to this point where like he makes her stab him, and then you have the cool guy with the crazy clothes pin, the uh, safety pins. Like, what's what's I, going through your head at this? Point? I forgot that he got scarred. So I was like, "Whoa, is he just doing that to look cool? Because it's so mission accomplished." And I don't know. Did he really have to go into the church? Like, dude, you can wait till he walks outside and then have like a big battle outside. Oh, Willow, that that's fantastic. However, that doesn't fit into narrative. 
No, because then they have to f- fight on a roof that turns into a pool, of course. Yes, so um, okay. to, get, yeah. to get to that point... Um, I'm okay with fast-forwarding to that. Dawkin, well, Dawkin <laughs> abducts her and takes her on this crazy drive through New York City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he's, Which, like, driving in the wrong lane. He's, like, hitting people. Kind of very much reminded me a bit of uh, the Joker in, in uh, The Dark Knight. Just kind uh, yeah. of driving around. Yeah, we get to see a great clip of an awesome old answering machine. Where uh, Dawkins is saying, uh, "Hey, I got your old, I got your uh, your lady here. Let's uh, let's fight." And then the big end battle happens on a rooftop. On a rooftop, um, where else would you have a, a fight like this? In the rain, where there's uh, electricity and a, yep. obviously choreographed bucket of water, just ready to fall over. Ready to fall over. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, more sword sparking. Oh yep. yeah, I mean, which, at least now they which, explain uh, it. Assassin Claymore can actually go through uh, metal with hmm. one swing. Hmm. Uh, that's well. That's how he cuts that's down the side. The, that's what the movie shows. Yep. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to electrify all my swords. Yeah. Uh, so I can too can cut through steel. That's a good idea. Um, Smart move. And then they they fight it out, and then they fall through a skylight into yep. an abandoned warehouse, which yep. I mentioned. If you love warehouses, this is a movie for you. Awesome. They fight a whole bunch. Eventually, McLeod wins, and 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 he wins and, the prize. Yes, which where we see a lot of visible wires holding him up <laughs> as <laughs> as like electricity and weird like the last oh, yeah. rod in like demons or something. I don't know. All this stuff goes through. All the I windows blow out. I don't know what's happening. But basically, he is. You know, he says there can be only one. Yeah, and it's him. Which clearly, I feel like the writers of this movie thought. Maybe we shouldn't have said there was only one. Well, that <laughs> leads into Highlander 2, which we uh, will not talk about. Uh, we might. I don't really want to. Um, then there's a montage oh, of, yeah. of, of, of him kind of getting getting to everything at the end and uh, the prize and what's happened and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, ex- he explains that the prize is like he can feel what, what everyone's thinking, you know? Yep. So Willow, just to end this up, I, now that we've you've watched the fight scene, we're gonna get to this. Will lead up to whether you think it's rad, but I want to know your final thoughts. There can be only one. That's the crux of this movie, and, and and really, when you think back to this movie, like Greg and I did, that's what the big hook is. There can be only one immortal left. After the big fight, what did you think of being the one? I honestly thought Dawkins should have won because he wow. looked awesome. Plot twist. His, his eyes go black for some reason. Yeah. He's just like cool all around. This dude just came from Scotland, walked in, okay, I'm immortal, I'm going to play a normal life, and then I'm going to wreck everyone's life, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so that's one vote for Dawkins. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, this film is really about a man battling his past and he can't True. move forward with his life until he deals with all his past demons that's what this film's really about are those the demons swirling around i think that's exactly what those are it's a little on the nose for my taste but yes eyes a little on the shoulder hey <laughs> okay well uh, we're, we're certainly near the end here um so i willow i did want to come back to you first on this one is this movie rad no, and I think it's sad that they made even more Highlanders. Oh, they, they made so many more. 
I don't know why. Uh, I think they might. Gregory? I don't know. This <laughs> film, when it came out, was rad. Very, very rad. I would 100% agree. Uh, this was this was one of those movies I did not get to see until I was much older. Yeah. Uh, due to the fact that there were multiple decapitations. And, um, oh, this movie was rad. Very, very rad. And you know what? It's still rad. Interesting. It's because I... I'm going to have to disagree. Oh, uh, no. Are you guys I always try. disagreeing? I feel like that's I, a pattern. I think, I, no, we both agree, I think, with Ernest Goes to Camp. Yeah. That was the only so, one. So here's my thing. Um, no, didn't we both say Crawl is not that great? No, no, not. It's oh. not red. Oh, well, yeah, there you Don't go. So we it. both agree. You know what? Crawl uh, is not red. Hold on. You can go to thiswasrad.podbean.com, and we actually have the movie list up there. So you can find out what movies we thought were rad and not rad. However, just getting to my thoughts on this movie. So, I know whenever we think fondly of movies, the first thing we always say is, oh God, not a remake. Right. Um, Footloose is a fantastic example. I remember that movie so fondly when I heard about the remake in 2009, 2011. I was like, no, you can't touch that. Now I'm kind of thinking, now I'm kind of thinking I want to watch it it, because it might be better. (laughs) <laughs> this was my first movie where I was like, if they remade this, I, I think it would be amazing. I would love to see it with that original, like, supposedly darker and grittier. I think it Thought would be Thought that I'd watch the um, darker one. I just didn't. I felt like the premise was stronger than the movie. Oh, that's definitely. That's definitely. my Which is why it survived, like, eight other movies and a TV series. And yeah, a yeah, it's the, series yeah, it's the premise. But as a movie... I just I, I don't think it's as fair good. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Not fair enough. Not, not it. So uh, that's pretty much the end. We're gonna do a couple more. Uh, we'll do the plugs as we always do. Again, I just mentioned this was rad.podbean.com. That's our website. Uh, we are, do have a, a list up there of the movies. We're also putting some additional content up there uh, that we're writing. I did one for Ernest. I'll probably be doing you know one for some more. So mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Um, we're on iTunes as well. Go there, vote for us. Uh, five stars, of course. Yeah, yeah. Please, uh, one stars. Isn't it rate um, us? No, yes. we're like we're like one of those things where um, you know we give you a survey and then we tell you, oh, if you fill out the survey with anything other than a perfect score, yep. it's a zero. So only give us five stars. Yeah. Uh, but you said vote when it's actually rate. Rate, yes, rate, vote. What saying? Hey, I just had to talk about Highlander for an hour. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Um, so uh, <laughs> we're, we're also on uh, we're also on Facebook. Um, I say it every time because it's awesome. Greg uh, takes care of the Facebook page. Thank you. Uh, we should give Willow a task to start taking care of um, so yeah. she can get more involved. Willow's job is to watch these terrible movies. That is true, uh, which we mentioned uh, during the... Well, uh, you know... Maybe it's a it's a we could plug the bonus cast we're going to be doing in a few weeks. We don't know when exactly. Oh, where Willow picks a movie and yes, we watch we, it. We did promise, so I, I, our audience should know where this is going to be. Podcast seven, I think seven, eight, uh, seven. No, just no. six would have been. Yep, yeah, this was going to be. Seven. I have no idea. Whatever it is. So after ten. Uh, we promised Willow that every 10 to 15 episodes, we would go ahead and let her pick a movie from today that she thinks is the bomb. No. Um, what we, time is that from? I don't know. From the 90s, people uh, say the bomb in the 90s. Uh, Greg came oh, up that, with a great title. Horrible. 
we say this was rad. We're thinking we should call your movies This Is So Dreamy. It's that or This Is So Bay. What yeah. about Coachella? Like Bay? Coachella. Before, before anyone else? We'll have to B- let her. B-A-E. Coachella. Whatever it is. How about so, You know what? We're really premising this way too much. Uh, so, so anyway, she listen will pick to that. a movie, we will watch it, and we will discuss. Do you have any idea what that first movie is going to be? You don't, have um, to, you don't have to be married to it. I'm just curious. I have a know. list. A great list. She's got a list. Oh, fantastic. We like lists. And what are you going to like roll like a D20? and? I don't one? know what that is. That's I was okay. going to do eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That's okay. Well, uh, I don't know the actual <laughs> song, but I was going to like close my eyes, you know. Point, whichever one it lands on. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so we got that. Looking forward to. And then our next movie is the 80s of all 80s movies. This is the first movie we thought of. Yes, it was. When we decided to start doing this, the girl-centric hit, Heather's, is next. Still waiting for the breakfast club. uh, Just to preview, more Christian Slater. Right. I don't know what that is. So. Uh, uh, Breakfast Club is going to fall under our John Hughes category, which we'll also start uh, talking about because John Hughes movies are so, so, yeah, basically so what, big. What, what what we're thinking of doing is doing like Weird Science, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink. Just doing all four. <gasps> I in a oh, row. I was going to watch that yesterday, but the DVD did we, did drive broke. Did you say almost fire? We'll find out. It doesn't. I, I actually did. almost watched one of those yesterday. Well, we're going to start doing those as well. Um, there, there's a lot of movie it, groups that we kind of skipped. Uh, but well, as far as listing out. Anyway. If there's any really movies you want us to do, tell please. us on the Facebook page. Yeah, definitely do that. Um, because just uh, we didn't mention it during the podcast, but No Holds Barred was a request, a request. From, from people on the website. And we've already started discussing uh, some people to come on and guest host with us. Uh, who might be interested? So if you want to, if you're interested in doing that, drop us a line. Let us know what movie you'd like to help us be a part of. Yeah, if you live in the eastern Massachusetts area and you want to be on the show, or Definitely. you don't and you want to Skype in, yep, we could do that too. We could do that. Um, We'd prefer you get here in person so it doesn't sound like <laughs> we're talking through a garbage can. But but then that's random people coming to our place, and that's weird. Random people who will share and like us on Facebook and download the podcast. That's what it's all about. That's the internet As long money. as they get money at the end. Oh, download, internet download, money. download. So much internet money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Be please. an internet millionaire. We if could you, create uh, a survey where... We can pay for it'll them. It'll be like you made it to the front page of Reddit. Well, I don't know why I would pay stop them, it. but... Stop it. What's that? You stop. This was Red Reddit Gold. I don't know. You just stop. You go home now. Bye, Greg. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was Greg. I'm, I'm okay. Um, wow, we really trail off at the end of these podcasts. Yeah, we do. That's all right. We edit them down. Yeah, we do. You didn't even know we said any of this. I am Paul. I am Greg. I'm Willow. Have a nice guy. Or whatever I just said. <laughs> In the end, there can be only one. <laughs>